How you doing, everybody? The Jet Comic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Coppick, Jeff Vegas. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Welcome once again on behalf of uh, our great friends at American Taxi, Chicago's premier suburban uh, taxi service, to uh, totally unnecessary and completely uncalled for, also known as Unscripted and In Your Face. I'm Chet Coppock along with... uh, my good friend from uh, WIND Radio, uh, Jeff Pincus, who is now a slim trim, uh, 294 pounds mm-hmm. of twisted steel and sex appeal. You know what? You're close. 293.8. I'm very proud of you. I am so... Ups- you know, you're getting neurotic about this already. I win- when you When you start going 293.8... That's what the scale you know said. What? The scale that's, said. that's like people who are on Facebook 12 hours a day. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what happened was you made fun of me because I go to the Weight Watcher group because I'd look to pick up chicks that are about 65 and older because that's a great coffee clutch. And, and, and they, I go every Thursday to weigh in it. That's what the, that they take the, the uh, weight measurements and it was 293.8. I don't look down and see two, I can't even see down anyway. 293.8. I started at like 307. I was going to say, you know, once, once you look over Mount Rushmore, and get a and get a glimpse of the scale. Yeah, you keep laughing, pal, because come summertime, I'm going to be svelte and gorgeous. You'll see, but you can keep be. You know what? Two yeah, nights. you're going to look like Ralph Cramden. I look like Ralph Cramden now, but I will look. And I got you look up. Look at my hair. At least I have some hair. To, you know to what? Say, uh, don't Mr. don't Plugs. start in with the hair. You could start with the weight, hey, but I can't right, start right. with the start hair. in start in with the hair. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Yeah. My my hair, folks. He can which, give it. He can't take it. My, I want you to yeah, know right no, now. No, no, he can. He can, listen. He's taken more shots than uh, who me? Uh, Joe Frazier, for God's sake. Cripes. But here, here is the point. Yes. At least I didn't have to pay a dime to have all this beautiful hair that I had <laughs> on my head. Yeah, to fall out, you got to pay money to the sink. I mean, come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> now, speaking of that, I want to just have. I have. A, there was a registered complaint uh, sent to me about our podcasts. And I really, I know the answer. A but registered I, complaint? Yes, registered complaint on Facebook. From what? Bare Bottoms over no, on from our Halstead friend, Street? Our friend Shakes the Clown, and he wants to know why. Oh, yeah. He yeah. wants to know why. Yeah. And I'm going to let you answer the question, because I really didn't have an answer for once in my life. Why our podcast has gotten so PG-ish? And they have. And you can answer, you can take that uh, if you'd like. I defer well, to Well, I don't think you have to uh, necessarily use the F word or, or curse mm-hmm. to have fun doing a podcast. I agree, but sometimes it's necessary. Like when I make fun of you and your eyes roll back, you want to tell me to and you don't anymore, and that's what he wants to know. I, well, I see, I, uh, I kind of operate off of this basic premise. Mm-hmm. The no- audience knows I want you to get I think that's already been taken care of. Well, I think every once in a while, uh, you know, it, it, it works, but right. but that's okay. Right. I know why. We don't want to say why, but I know why. So we're just keeping it clean. Here we go. Strike up Here the we band. Go. Welcome to Copic General Hospital. Oh, no, already we're starting with Ask the Pink. We're not even warmed up. Well, this will be a good way to get us warmed up because okay. right now, you remember Karnak the Magnificent with, with Carson and Edmund? He Brown. was the greatest of all time. What made that work, I, I saw, you know, you know, real television runs. Carson Comedy Classics every day at 3 o'clock. I didn't know that. My wife and bought me those, I, those I, tapes. I, I still believe watch it or not, I mean, this is really sick. Johnny Carson but was believe awesome. Believe it or not, if I'm anywhere near my house around 3 o'clock... You run home? I'll run home for one reason. I want to see Karnak the Magnificent. He's the greatest. Johnny Carson... Well, tell me why you Hold think on, it I've worked. got one right now. Why did it work? A spud, a stud, and a dud. I'm supposed to say that. A spud, a dud, and what, and what else? 
a spud, a dud, a stud, a, and a dud. And he's going to—he's tearing the paper. Folks. A potato, Chet Kopic, and Jeff Pincus. <laughs> that was good. I, was I'd really like good. to say that's the. Are you the dud? But I know I. I <laughs> are you the dud? No. Am I the stud? I'm the Thank stud. You. I'm the stud. Yeah, sure you are. Oh, of course. Of course you are. Of course you are. Because I am the father of uh, Debbie Coltoon's baby, by the way. No, Lars is. <laughs> <laughs> Lars of ChicagolandRadioMedia.com. I love that guy. And folks, check out I, this podcast He's got will be the registered. Site in the world. This podcast will be registered on his site, as it will on JeffPinkus.com and ChetCompic.com. He's been very gracious to put us up on his site, and he wrote yesterday that. <laughs> Local media personality. So we're allowed to say because she's a right. supposedly public figure. Deborah Coltoon Mendez had a kid and she named the and kid. And by the way, Deborah's going to be conducting her fan club meeting in a, in a phone booth over on Roosevelt Road. Yeah, Sugar Daddies are us. And, 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 and it was, it was, her kid's name is Deborah Aiden something Coltoon. Now, how is her nest Mendez? The, kid, the, 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 the girl is, the, I'll say the, the broad's wild. She's out of her mind. She, and, and Lars well, puts I it mean, up the, there, the, and she's got a cooking the show broad, with the kid. The, the, the broad is not only a little bit uh, big in America, say, skittish, a little bit, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. off the charts. But you know, she actually is a living, breathing UN meeting. Yes, she is. You know. And I'm going to give you a little, little break here because after your love, who's now back in your life, uh, dumped you, you rebound on the rebound. You took her on the rebound. I'm making this very, you know, I just want to make it clear on the rebound. You took her out, and all I did was hit the top of my head with my palm because I knew that the shovel and the gold digging was coming up. And you, of course, uh, explained to me that, that that's what happened. I'm not hungry, but I'll have a $45 bone-in fillet. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Don't uh, you love that? By the way, uh, what would you recommend? Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'd like a nice red wine. What would you recommend? Yes. So what does a waiter do, you know, bring out a red wine? And I, 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 I love Carmichael's. It's but I would have done the same thing. The, I hear you. I'm not going to bring out some. I'm not going to bring out Thunderbird at two ninety five a bottle. How, what's wrong with <laughs> or, the, or the House Merlot? I like it. What you call it for three bucks a bottle? What do you call that at the uh, something? Morgan David, Mamaka Chuck or something Chuck at Trader Joe's? It's three bucks a bottle. Hey, by the way, hey, we, don't listen, we with, got to talk about something. Don't big down start up with Morgan David now. You see, you, you pick. You see, uh, you, you constantly. Can I tell you what happened the other night? I want to just tell you a story. You got to be patient on the story. The other night, I was. I, you, I want you to know. The following belongs to Pinkus Incorporated. It does. It does. And, and now, the views expressed by the co-host now, with this story let me tell you do the story. not necessarily reflect those I think you'll get a of kick any out legitimate of human being. As you know, when you were playing with uh, Monique Kampumbo or something on fr- Saturday night, you were in a band playing Saturday night. I heard that Legs was awesome. Legs Akimbo, Monique I, Whatever. I heard it was great. I was out in Hammond at the Civic Center where you used to call roller derby. No, right. Let me finish. Okay. Right. And I had the fortunate... Um, Responsibility of doing a emceeing event for the homeless veterans. Now, um, I get out, there was a part where they couldn't find the band leader. I mean, I mean, they couldn't find like the guitar player. So I go up there and I'm like, I got to fill here. So I said, Hey, everybody, does everybody remember anybody out here remember Chet Kopic? Hey, everybody, Chet Kopic, and, and about about 15 or 20 people out of the 35 that were there. I'm kidding. <laughs> said they raised their hands. I said, Well, do you want to hear a Chet Kopic? Nah, I should tell you the Chet Kopic story. So I told them. I can't say on the air here, but I told them the ESPN thing that you you got suspended for. Now wait a minute, 
Oh, you know what? You went, are such a son of a bitch. Listen to me. It went over for here. So it happened. You are absolutely. I, I. You are worthless. Wait. So, so here's what ended up happening. So I said, basically, I go, you know, I said, Jews, you know, I'm Jewish. I said, so I can say Jews can make fun of Jews and African Americans, because a lot of African Americans are, they can make fun of African Americans. And I go, but Italians, they can make fun of everybody. <laughs> and the house went out. It was great. And did you ever, let me ask you this real fast. Let me ask you this. You and me and Levy here, this this is this happened to us as, as kids. We're all at the Four Seasons. Well, no, first of all, name three guys you wouldn't want to spend a weekend we're, with. We're, okay, we're, we're camping at the Four Seasons together, okay? Now, this happens invariably. But there's a, a group called Heartless. And and where the guitar player was, I have no idea. So, again, I don't know. He like, didn't show up or something. He was out. Who knows what he was doing? So I go, oh, geez, what am I going to do? So I go, hey. And then they send the tambourine guy to go find him. So I go, now what, wait a what, second. What the hell do you need the tambourine player for? Thank you. So I go to the audience and go, let me ask you a question, folks. Wouldn't you love to be a tambourine player in a band? What do they do? They don't do crap. I said, the singer's busting their butt, the keyboard player, the bass, the guitar player, and this guy is knocking his his thigh. Maybe he gives himself a cheap thrill once in a while. I go, and they send him out wait, to to find the to find the uh, the, the, the uh, guitar player. I said, no, so, but these are adults. Now, as kids, do you remember? Let me tell you how stupid uh, when do you When do you finally get to the punchline? This is the this is the point. So I, I just said I was just telling. I mean, I, I mean are, 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 are we going to conclude the Jerry Lewis telethon yeah, sometime I, I just, during the calendar year? I just thought it was important to tell you some of the events that happening. So our, and our audience can relate to this. So the three of us are out, out, and you get lost. Okay. Now these. And I say to Levy, I go now. now Chet will be back, and you go. No, I'm going to go look for Chet. So I go. These are adults. So you leave, get lost. I tell Levy, don't go, but he goes. And what happens every time? You show up first, and now he's lost. But the good thing was the tambourine guy was lost, and he's worthless anyway. So we had a great time. I just wanted to say. But we thought of you and Jerry Seltzer calling Roller Derby back in 1971 or two, and people remembered you. I just want you well, to know. Well, <laughs> see if you if you don't lead the, the podcast, you're we, like we a little continue, girl. We continue. Like a little girl, we, we continue with Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just want to tell you. you no, know, it's it's a very nice story, and I'm. Uh, I wanted you to know uh, that. How, you were how was of. Frank Stallone? Was he good? Frank Stallone was good. The only problem I had with Frank Stallone, well, he was good. Attitude. You got that? He goes. He goes like this. And another thing, you don't tell me not to do something because you know if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. So I was told not to say anything about Sly. So what do I oh, do? Oh, that's taboo. So what do I do? I stand up to the audience because he was a real jag. He was. He introduced himself. He gives me here. Shake my hand like this. And be here, here. I shake. Shake it hard. No, you shake it hard. That's how I shook my hand. Look up. Putts, so that you don't have to delete. So I said, uh, "Hey, nice to meet you." This night. Why would you have to delete putts? You know, they said, you don't have to delete that. So he looks at me and he goes, yeah, how are you? So I said, okay, I'm going to fix your ass. So I stand up there. I go, hey, you know, come here. Here we go. Frank Stallone, you, you know, you're going to blah, 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 whatever. So I go, hey, listen, after the um, after the show is over, you're going to get a chance to get meet Frank Stallone and, of course, buy some of his CDs and get an autograph. Whatever you do, don't ask him about his brother, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Okay, screw you, jerk off. Okay, yeah. So don't ask him. So the only and he was good, yes, very good. Except the only thing I had a problem with, and this came from the musicians, not from the pinker, because I don't know a whole lot. He stood up there, and you're 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 very uh, hot tops on the music. 
he stood up there like with a stand and a book, like he had to like look, and it just wasn't as impromptu well, that, as I that thought. That was what was pathetic about you know I saw the last concert Elvis Presley ever gave. Okay. Yeah, Market Square Arena in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and he did Bridge Over Troubled Waters. And they had to put a stand up for Elvis. Yeah. And he had to flip the pages. Yeah. And at that point, Elvis weighed about, you know, 325 pounds. Right. He was perspiring like crazy. But he still had, he still had the magic with that voice. But Frank was Sloan was good. But he took away some of the, um, impromptu that you think by now he'd know his, uh, he knows, he, he knew what he was going to sing. But he was good, yes, to answer your question. You know, we, you haven't right even, uh, we haven't even talked about what's going on down in St. Louis. There is a stretch of highway on I-70, which is the big, you know, that's Chicopic the, highway? It's the Kennedy Expressway. No, then this is even worse. Believe it or not, if there, if there is something worse than Chicopic Highway. I should really have a street named after me in Chicago. By yeah, for all the girls you pulled on the side of the road and gave it to. You should have a, you should have a, a street. The Chicopic Stupper Highway. Yeah. Uh-huh. What the hell is a Stupper? A Stup is, is having, is Stupping is having intercourse. Jeffrey, you will not do any stopping. No, I'm just... As long as you're under my roof, there will be no stopping. Well, you, you're a stupper. That you, that's what you, that's your reputation in the business, that you're a stupper. Look at you. You write on Lisa's book, pinch your booty. I mean, you're, you're just a... Oh, I mean, I'm harmless for God's sake. Yeah, sense. you're harmless you, or, yeah. You know, you're a street fight waiting to happen. Yeah. All right. There's a, there's a, there's a part of I-70 in St. Louis called yeah. Mark McGuire Highway. Oh. Anyway... Some governing body in Missouri wakes up and says, hey, you know what? This really isn't too cool. So guess what they're going to call it? Tony Mark Mark Twain Highway. Come on. I kid you not. Is he from there, Mark Twain? Yeah, Mark Mark okay. Twain was, I believe he was raised in Joplin. So are you saying you don't like the idea? It's a stupid idea? They should have left it alone? Well, I, I what, think what it, is your it, it lacks creativity. I mean, if you're, if you're really, if you're going to keep Mark McGuire involved, mm-hmm. why can't it be called the Roy's Rage yeah, Twain Highway. Because that's too... Uh, or or that's, why can't it be called, you know, Victor County uh, Thruway? Because that makes too much sense, because those politicians don't want to have any fun. You know that. They're stupid. But I, I don't have any problem with them, you know, knocking Mark McGuire off. I have a bigger problem with Tony LaRussa making Mark McGuire the hitting coach. Oh, but much bigger problem. And I'm, you know, that's where it's... But you know what? Did you know, LaRussa La Russa used to be a fun guy. You're a real sports guy is in, in follow it. How do the fans, do you know, or do you know how the fans... They're in crazy Louis, about it. They, I mean, they think say, it's great. St. Louis Cardinal fans, first of all, I know they're are not. dumb. I know. Well, they're in St. Louis. I mean, you, you know what one of my great summer highlights is? Yeah. On look, Friday nights when the Cardinals are in town, I always try to make it a point yeah. to go to Harry Carey's restaurant. Why? Because you get autographs? when you see, the, when you see their eyebrows raise when they look at the prices... For shrimp cocktail and calamari. Who's they? It's the St. Louis Cardinal. Why fans. they don't pay for? Oh, the fans, the fans. Excuse me, I thought you were thinking about the Cardinals. Well, no, they I mean the, the the ball players have to pay for their meals, but then again, they're on the they're on, they're on an eighty five dollar a day per diem. Yeah, okay. While, while they make ten million. All right, all right. Uh, we have finally reached that uh, point in time here mm-hmm. on uh, here on All Star Golf, where we're going to uh, jump into the All Star Golf. Hey, by the way, speaking of golf, the golf golf without Tiger Woods right now. You want to know what it is? Curling. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see you. Oh, I got, I, I got, I got a Facebook message from some bozo telling me, you don't know how difficult it is to throw a stone 93 feet. Huh? And, you know, 
the yeah, person, no. the next person who posted right below that went, yeah, you know what? If you're a housekeeper and know how to operate a broom and have more than ten years' experience, you're qualified to curl. <laughs> yeah, that's a big that's a big sport. Well, I'm I'm waiting for you to make your racist comment now about all the African Americans who would excel at curling. I, I, I didn't pop it in my brain. Well, I mean, you know, look what you said about Lakeisha that one time. What did I say? It, it was, did she did she clean my house? It was an innocent <laughs> remark. Right, here it was we go. because you're you're really gonna like this today. It was an innocent, folks. Please, here just because I hang with him doesn't mean I'm a racist like him. Go ahead. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you. That's it. <laughs> there we go. Now, now we're in the spirit. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> That's good. Direct from uh, today's editions of the uh, Chicago Sun Times. Uh, dear Abby, mm-hmm. the headline is 76-year-old's lady keeps Viagra while he's on trip. That's great. But his little white lie, he doesn't always need that little blue pill. Here we go. Oh. Welcome to Chet Capic General Hospital. Do you we use visit it, by with the Doctor Pinker? Damn right I do. All right, good. Okay. I mean, you haven't you haven't used Viagra? Man, the buzz is great. It is great. I got a Viagra story for you. Well, save it for after Doctor Pinker. All right. Okay. Let's let this bomb, and, okay. and have Levy stand there and go. And I really can't believe all I'm right, doing go ahead. this. Go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dear Dr. Pinker, yeah. I am a 76-year-old man who is romantically involved with a 65-year-old lady. Oh, hot. Uh, we frequently play checkers and dominoes. No. <laughs> she knows I take Viagra. Yeah. She knows I take <laughs> she Viagra. Also, she also knows I prefer plastic spoons. Mm-hmm. I recently had to go out of town for a week. Before I left, she demanded that I give her my bottle of Viagra. She said that uh, she would return it. As soon as I uh, got back, now where the hell is this, where the hell is a seventy-six-year-old guy going to find broads? That's point number one. What maybe he's uh, going to go with Deborah Cole too? Tell my <laughs> and maybe he has some samples uh, in his briefcase. Bring cash. Yes. <laughs> what, what I didn't tell my lady friend is that I don't always need Viagra. She to sells art. Quote unquote. Yeah. Perform. Huh? She sells art. Should I remain silent? She is art. Should I? Should I remain silent and let her believe that without the little blue pill, I'll be forced to remain faithful? Honestly, is the best long-term policy, but is there, no, let me rephrase. Honesty is the best long-term policy. Yes. But is there a limit to just how honest one should be? Signed, a vital man. And I, I want to salute vital man for being 76 and being able to still, you know, get it up and, I agree. and, and, and dance. Well, from what they tell me on Vi- about Viagra is here. Here's the deal: you need to be turned on, and it helps. If you're not turned on, nothing happens. Is that correct? That's true. Okay, so so I but mean, but if so, you are, but if you are turned on even slightly, right? I mean, you go right through the roof. Do you? Oh, oh okay. Hey, I've, I've been I've been I've been using Viagra for years. So you can like go right through and, and mix pudding at the I same don't, time. I don't, nice. And I'm, I'll, I'll give you the standard cliche. Uh-huh. No, I do not need it. I take it because. The buzz effect makes me feel like I'm 19 years old. Never did anything for me. Nothing. What happened was four, three years ago, right now, February, the hockey parents, six of us or eight of us, went on a cruise. One of the guys is a doctor, and he, and he was cute. He went around to everybody on the on the plane. He gave all a bunch of guys uh, brown paper bags, and there was some Viagra and some some medicine like of uh, getting old or something. So, so he said, you know, so my wife is a little sensitive to the fact, so like I hid the Viagra. What I did was, you know, your wife is sensitive about everything. Yes, yeah, she is. So. Well, she's from North Carolina. So anyway, here's the deal. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide the Viagra with like with my Aleve. Okay. So one night we're out. We have too much to drink. We're overserved. But I, you know, I want to, you know, and I had a little whiskey, Mister Little Miss Whiskey, Little Mister Jeffer. So I go, 
like, okay, I'm going to run back to the room, and I'm going to pop a couple of Viagras. So I go back to the room, and I pop two Viagras, and I run back to the casino. And you're and as limp as you can be. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm as limp as I could be. So a half hour comes, an hour comes, I run back to the room. I say, what the, what, what, what's going on here? I mean, this stuff's supposed to be not working on me. My wife is looking very nice. I'm like, there's really something wrong with me now. So then I take another one. Great. So I take another one. I run back to the casino. Nothing happens. Screw it. We go back to the room. She doesn't know I'm taking this now. We go back to the room, and, you know, nothing happens. Fall asleep. And Next she's morning, I wake up. She's lying there naked with her legs spread. Yeah, exactly. Next morning, I wake up. The headache was gone, but I didn't have a heart on. Why? Because what I thought was Viagra was in, in, was a leave. I took the leave instead of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, okay. by the way, when okay. when when taking a leave, if you if you experience an erection that lasts more than four hours, contact a physician immediately. No headache though, so I, I so I count the Viagra because there were eight in the sample pack. I go, God, I'm there's so no. You eight. have to know how to take it. You take it. You have to time it. That's what I said. Like example, I took like it and I ran an hour if later. Think, if I think I'm going to get it on about maybe midnight, I'll take, it, o'clock? I'll take it about 8.30. Oh, it takes that long for you? Well, no, no, but it just, I, I, I find that, you know, it, it, it kind of, you you get into in in, in kind of a testicular rhythm, if that makes sense. It's testicular rhythm. Either it gets harder or it doesn't. Well, what do you mean the rhythm? All right, all right I, I'm saying this is how it works best for me. I mean, oh, it, oh. I mean it, 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 it'll work within 20 minutes. Oh, it does. But... I find that if you give it some time to really settle in and mm-hmm. mix with your your hormones and get to know your uh, uh, yeah, body, your Johnson, yeah. you really little uh, Chet. Yeah, you get to know little Chet. Mm-hmm. Really know him on a first name basis. Yes, that if you wait about three and a half hours, man, you are absolutely you are a bleeding volcano. Really? Yeah. Now. Have you ever taken the other stuff like Cialis? I know. Oh yeah, sure. But that's like the twenty-four hour stupor drugger. You can like go all night, right? I mean, who would want to walk around with a hard on for twenty-four hours? I mean, come on. I mean, I can't even imagine. All right. Wait, wait. Have you ever seen Jerry Reinsdorf? He goes through yeah, he looks life. Like, he looks he goes like through a condom. Life. He goes through life with a twenty-four hour hard on. I hear he's a nice man. He's good. <laughs> he to is. His, he's he is good a, to his employees. He's a sweet guy. He's he is. A, I, I shouldn't say that because. Jerry and I have had our ups and downs, but I, I, I like Jerry. So I, 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 I withdraw that, that particular Okay. Well, oh, I, I don't know him. I heard, I heard he's very, he's easy to knock because he's got that look. But from what I understand, he's very loyal to his employees. Hey, listen, Ozzy and Kenny Williams have been there for seven, seven years together. And by the way, it's about time for thing. a divorce. They, they will divorce this summer. You think? And I'll tell you why. The next time we get together, oh, right here on Unscripted in Your Face, brought to you by my marvelous friends at American Taxi, Chicago's premier suburban taxi service. Hey, as Pinker will tell you, if you're uh, out in the burbs and you are overserved, and guys, let's get real, from time to time you're going to be dead drunk. You don't want to get behind the wheel of the car. They're with you. You want that quality and the comfort and the security of riding in an American taxi. Right, because they don't hit over the bumps and speed bumps so you don't barf in the back. It's great. Great drivers. Wonderful. And spring that's, break. That's really a marvelous upset. No, it's true. Take American taxi so you won't barf. No. Well, listen, it's listen. it does help. And how about the uh, wonderful spring breakers that are coming up you want to call American taxi for as well? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't have to do that anymore. My kids are in college and I don't have any money. So, Chet, you can wrap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm, I'm so burned out paying Catholic school tuition <laughs> and college tuition. I don't even know what the bleep money is anymore. I'm going to the Clock Tower Inn next weekend for my spring break. It's going to be awesome. All right, Chet, thanks for 
hosting this marvelous program. Well, it wasn't one of our better efforts, but you know, I mean, I they, was, they can't all be gems. I thought it was a gemster for me. Well, by, by the way, coming up, just awesome. coming up in our in our next edition of uh, of Traffic in the Pinker, yeah, yeah, uh, we'll be talking about is herpes a deal breaker for dates? Not me. I love Carmex. Okay, sounds good. Right. As Steve Dahl once said. The difference between love and herpes is that herpes lasts forever. I'm Kopic, he's Pinker, we're out of here. So long, everybody.